All right, good evening. Today's daf is Psachim daf Pehe. We are on Pei Daladam and Beis, about uh, 11 lines from the bottom, give or take. The last of the medium lines, Tanya Ka'aba Minaya. So, keeping track, the Gemara had eight potential differences between the two shitas. One shita said when it's puzzle, the other shita said when it's not Roy Lachila. So we had potentially eight of them. I wrote it down on the paper. We'll just... Uh, We'll use we'll do we'll do a little cheating here. So there were eight answers we said potential nafkaminas between the two drushas, right? Number one was pesach ababatama according to Tanakama, that's called puzzle, right? Behold, well it's, you're still able to eat it, right? That was one. Um, the other was there was a shas hakaisha, so it was roi lachila. Maybe that would be a difference between the two. Third one was, can I break a bone on erev yantif? Since at that point it's not Royal Achila. That was number three. Number four was the Aver Shiatzimiktsasai, that part of it left the walls of Yerushalayim. The fifth one was what about breaking a bone when the animal is still raw? No. Number six, the tail. The tail is not possible, but it's not Royal Achila because you have to be brought as the uh, on on the uh, Number seven was if you had an aver that didn't have a kazayas of meat. And number eight was in the place where you crack it, there's no kazayas of basar, so that would also be a nafkamina. Okay, now that we had eight different potential nafkaminas, the Gemara says, I'll bring you four of them, which we have a source for. Tanya ka'abraminayu. Four of these eight are actually found in a brysa. The Tanya, we have a following brysa. Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, if you look in Chomish, it says, You shouldn't, you have to eat in one house. We're going to see a lot of the details later on in today's daf. And you can't break a bone. You only obligate if you break a bone when the animal was kosher. But if you're breaking a bone when the carbon was puzzled, there's no prohibition of breaking a bone. What if it had shasta kosher and by because at some point it did have a shas heter. So that's Raya number one, right? So we had four of those potential answers that we're going to find a source for in our Brisa. We had number one, number two, if on this aver, this limb, there's a kazayas of meat, then there's a prohibition of breaking a bone. No kazayas, no prohibition. That is the nafkamina ravashi, or like ravina. Number three, the aver that's could be brought on the mezbeach, or that's supposed to be on the mezbeach, like the alia. This is already proof number three. That's number four. Is which, for example, would be erev yantif, Okay, so we had a brisa that fit four out of those eight. Itmar, the following was taught in the base medrash. So you're looking at a, I don't know, let's, let me, the example we gave yesterday was you have a rib, and there's part of the rib that doesn't have any meat on it, but this rib itself, there is going to be meat. If you follow the bone, you're going to find meat. So here it's not talking about a rib, it's talking about aver, but let's assume a rib would be part of it. What's the, what's the halacha? Is there a din, is there a prohibition of breaking the bone over there? So, Rabbi Yechelen If you break the rib, even in a place where there's no meat right there, but since along the rib you're going to find meat, right? 
a problem. There's no problem. There's no isser of breaking a bone unless it's in the place that has meat. If there's no meat right there, there's no isser of shiras atzam. The Bryce says the following. It says, by carbon Pesach, you shouldn't break a bone. Echad etzem sheish lov kazayis basar. The echad etzem sheish lov kazayis basar. And like all types of bones, no breaking anything. So what do you see from here? My ain't lov kazayis basar. What does it mean? There's no kazayis in it. Elam ain't lov kazayis basar klal. There's no meat at all on this bone. Amai yesh permishim shiras etzem. Why would there be any issue of breaking a bone? It seems like breaking a bone is connected to, to the ability to be able to eat the meat. Okay. So then why is it asar? Allah hachikar. It must be. It's coming to include echav echad etzem etzem sheish alav kazayis basu makam zeh veechad shein alav kazayis basu makam zeh veish alav kazayis basu makam acher. His point is that when the Torah, when the Brisa includes even a bone that doesn't have basu, it can't be. It can't mean for some reason the Gemara doesn't get into this. It can't mean. It means there's no meat at all on this piece. It must mean it means that th- there's no meat here, but along the bone later further away there is meat. And you still can't break the bone there. So it's a kasha on Reish Lakish. So Amalei, Reish Lakish responds. We, we spoke about this a little bit yesterday. Loi, that's not how you understand the b'raisa. Hachi ka'amar, this is what the b'raisa means to say. Echad etzem she'esh lo kazayis basu mi v'chutz. Ve'echad etzem she'en lo kazayis basu mi Even if there's no meat on the outside. However, there's meat on the inside. There's some marrow. V'yesh lo kazayis basu mi v'fnem. V'makam shvira. So Reish Lakish is going to say... I could read the Brysa according to my opinion, that halach is you need to have meat there. But the meat is including, even if there's meat that's marrow, that also would be an isser of breaking the bone. How does he see this? So he brings a, a raya, this Brysa is an elaborate Brysa, but we're only trying to pull out one point. It's, it's an interesting Brysa, so let's just focus on what we're trying to bring out. We're trying to bring out from here that when the Brysa says that even if there's anal of Kazai's basar, even if there's no kazayas and meat on it, you're still chayev, Reish Lakish is going to, to, to learn like this. It doesn't mean that there's no meat at all here, just meat somewhere else along the bone. No, it means there's no meat outside on the bone. No rib, no spear rib, right? But there is something inside that bone, the marrow, and that's what he's trying to pull out from the following b'risa. Tanya, as we learned from the following b'risa, the Pasuk says, which comes to include, I would assume no breaking bones on, on the current Pesach. Whether it's bone marrow, no marrow, what's the difference? You can't break any bones. So, Mani Mekayim, I, the Pesach continues, it's not the same Pesach, but the Pesach also says, Since you can't break bones on Pesach, when the Torah tells me I have a mitzvah to eat, it must mean you're, only, you're limited, that the obligation is only on eating meat, the buster shall on the outside of the bone. But there is no mitzvah of eating the mayach, the, the, the inside, the marrow. There's no mitzvah of it. That's the, that's the Bryce's assumption. And the Bryce continues. Maybe not. Maybe there's a mitzvah even to eat the meat inside the bone. How would you do that? Break the bone. Aye, the Torah says, don't break bones. Maybe that's Batsam Shein by Mayach. Why? I will be at some sheesh with my shove Eichel. Valtitma, don't get so uh, so nervous. Don't don't be so uh, bo- you know bewildered. Sharei, it's a regular rule. Sharei Yavayase, 
We know the rules. So at this point, the price is not sure. We're not sure. Is the iser on even a marrow in the bone? Or even, or only, no, only when there's no marrow in the bone is there no problem. So the Bryce concludes, and this is where Rish Lakish defends himself with. Comes on the Bryce, the Bryce says, hold on a second. From Sefer Shemais, we have no clue. The Torah tells me, then it says, don't break any bones. What type of bones? I'm not allowed to eat the marrow? I have no clue. So we have to go further. And Sefer Bamidbar. The Torah repeats itself. By Pesach Sheni, it says, Now, Shein Tam Alemar, you don't have to tell me these details. Because the Torah already said, In Bamidbar, it said, You want to know all the rules? Ayin Shem, learn Pashas Bay, figure out all the rules for Karm Pesach, and apply that for Pesach Sheni. Why does the Torah have to go out of its way to tell me another halacha? By the way, we know that. What are you doing? So the Gemara says, Have the Oimer, it's coming to include Echad Etzem Sheesh by Mayach, the Echad Etzem Shein by Mayach. That you can never break bones, whether there's a bone that has Mayach or there's a bone that doesn't have Mayach on it, you cannot break it. Now, the point of Rabbi Yechanan from, from here is the same like this. Even a bone that has Mayach is still, there's still an issue of breaking the bone. So it must be that the mitzvah of eating karm pesach was only on the meat that's on top of the bone, okay? And therefore, ein ase Now, what do Rish Lakish get from here? So Rish Lakish told Rabbi Yechanan that this brisa that said previously, doesn't have to be talking about this meat further on on the bone. It could mean that there's a kezayis b'fnim, there's a kezayis inside, and that would be the issue of breaking it. That's all the Gemara wanted to point out from this price. Again, it, it kind of confuses us because they use a lot of terminology here. Even if there's no mayach, it potentially there will be an issue. But the point is that Reish Lakish sees from this brisa that there's an issue to break a bone that has mayach on it. That's it. May say they asked... No, no, no. We're dashing a pasuk. We don't know. We don't, forget about forget about this. The shviras etzem machlekes rishlokes shabeichon. The brisa, the brisa had this whole conversation. The brisa is learning sefer shemais, and shemais tells me two things. I have two values. You have to eat meat, and don't break bones. Should I break a bone to eat meat? I don't know. Rules of the Torah are I don't have enough information from Barsha's boy. The Brysa tells me, the fact that the Torah repeats itself by Pesach Sheni, even though it didn't need to, that's telling me how to understand Pesach Rishon. Okay. Another Kasha. Now, Reish Lakish held that if there's no Kazayas in this spot, there's no Isser of breaking a bone. So, the Mishnah said, Aver. Actually, it's a Mishnah on the base. Ever she Okay, so you're holding your lamb, and yatzamiktsase, a little piece of this lamb, went out, went out of bounds, went outside the walls of the Azar or the uh, the Yerushalayim. So what do you do? Very interesting halacha. We have to keep it intact, and you don't want to lose the meat. So what are you going to do? A little piece of uh, of, the, of the shank ended up outside the walls. All right, you look at the cameras. 
you have your, um, what's it called, your line judges. They tell you the little bit of the bone went out. Now, you can't, now what would you do if it was regular cut? We're going to see in the Mishnah. Take a saw and cut the place. You check, check, you know, booth review. Whatever part was out of bounds, you cut that off. I can't do that. It's a shiras atzam. Okay, let me just take off the whole limb. You can't do that. You're going to waste all the meat. So the Gemara says you got to get a butcher. You get a butcher, and the butcher is going to do, he's going to literally uh, slice the meat, fillet the meat alongside the bone, so you keep all the meat intact. And when the bone has, has no meat left on it that you're keeping, then you would cut it by the joint and get rid of that. So it's a very interesting halacha. You fillet it, you cut the meat until you get to the bone. Then if you peel, until you get to a joint, halacha is you are allowed to remove the joint, and you would cut it. So let's say it was, it, it, you know, half the leg went out. We'll explain this more when we get to the Mishnah. So what you're doing is you're, you're going to that part where it left, you're cutting into that meat, not the bone, then you're filleting it back to the shoulder, right? So you end up having a whole, like a half a leg without the bone of meat. And you, you, are not, you, you removed it from the joint. Why can't you remove the bone? Because the... Why don't you just fillet all the meat that's stuck out and take it off and call it a well, day? Well, the bone's the bone left. The bone is pastel kachim. I got to get rid of half the bone. the bone anyhow. No, but it's pastel kachim. Hey, the bone could just stay there. The Maybe there are bleas. If I cook it, I don't know. I, I think what, what would be the oh, problem? It's like yeah, what if it's pre cooked? What if you didn't cook it yet? I, I don't know. It's tummy. We're going to talk about tummy. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm base. Yeah, could be. Could be that's part of it. Okay, now, what's the kasha here? Hold on a second. Rish Lakish holds there's no meat right here. There's no problem of cutting. So why do you have to get this? Uh, you know, this professional butcher, anybody, any joke could do it, right? Cut straight, a straight cut down to the bone, clear it off, there's no kazayas right here, and then cut the bone at that point. Why are you busy filleting it? Just cut it. Nicholas Bay Porta Venisbere, Sabaya We're concerned if you're going to start hacking away at the bone, you're going to make a crack in a different part of the bone. The part of the bone that's still kosher, higher up on the, on the, on the shoulder or whatever, that's the problem. Ravina Amar, the coolest, we're talking about a coolest, a femur, a femur bone where there is uh, marrow in it, like your bacha, there's something in there, and there, your current bacha, the old bacha was from the hoofs, but the bacha you get today, there is some marrow in the bone, and therefore, even Reish Lakish agrees you can't break the bone if there's moich there. So, so, that, that would, that would, so it's not a kash on Reish Lakish. Okay. Continuing this theme. Tanan Hasim, if a Mishnah, Kuf Chaf Amid Beis. Ha Pigol, let's say you had Pigol of Vihan Noiser. Pigol is where the, uh, the Machshav of the Kain was that you're going to eat it. Chutz Lezmanoi. Vihan Noiser, or the meat was left overnight. Halach is Metamen Asiyadayim. Midrabanon, there's a Xer Dirabanon. Now the truth is, you look in the Chumash, there's no such thing as Tuma by Pigol. You can't eat it, there's no Tuma. Where does Tuma come in? There's a Xer Dirabanon. And we're going to see why. Ravuna Rav Chista, Chat Amar Mechashte Kahuna. It could be the Kahanam, they'd be upset at you. They held a grudge against you. You come with your carbon. Once a year, you finally get up there, and the Kayan is going to mess, mess you over. So we say, Kayan, you're messing your friend over? I'm not such a good friend. You're also messed over. Now your hands are tummy. You're not doing avodah today. You got to get out of the, you know, azara. So it's a xerod rabbanon mishem chashte kuhuna. V'chanam ne'atz atzele kuhuna. 
the condom are lazy. So Mar Pigel, the one who says Pigel, why would Pigel be Tommy? Because the Karimah had the wrong intention. the one who was teaching regarding nice, the Karim shouldn't be lazy, and if they left things over, they're gonna become their hands will become Tommy. That's nicer. Mar Masne Kazayas. One of these are Vuna Vuna Chesa taught Kazayas, or Mar Masne Kabeza. So we'll assume Manda Masne Kazayas is talking about Ki Suroi by Noiser. This is the din of Noiser as the, uh, the Isser of Noiser uh, Kazayas. Manda Masne Kabeza, if you're saying Kabeza, it's probably like the din of Tuma, of Tumas Eichlin Minatira is Kabeza. So that's they were trying to assume that the Xerid Rabban have the same minimum size of regular Tuma Daraisa. Okay. So far, so good. Ibaidu, they asked the following shayla. Now that we know that Chacham came along and added dinim of Tumah, laws of Tumah regarding Pigel and Naisar, let's ask another thing. Yoytze, if a carbon went out of Michitzasai, whatever that means, if Kachim Kalim can't go out of the Azara, Kachik, sorry, Kachim Kalim can't go out of the Yushalayim, Kachik Kachim can't go out of the Azara. Let's see, it did go out. Do we say the same thing? There's a din of Tumah, you touched it, it became Tameh? Gazer Rabban Tumah Eilai. Me, I mean, on nicer the Gazer Tumah by nicer makes sense to Asliyat Sulibe. Someone's gonna be lazy and leave it hanging around. But Ava Yaitzi to remove it, Afuki Adai Lamafkile. That's not a lazy thing to do to to move it out to remove it from the Azara. Like Gazer Rabban, there's no Gazera Tumah. Aydem Eloishna. Perhaps the Chum said anything you mess up with her bunnies, any soul automatically makes you tummy. So let's bring a raya from the Mishnah that we just mentioned briefly. It was really the Mishnah number base. Tashma, Aver, Shiotza, Mitzasai. Yet Aver, you had a limb that Mitzas, part of the part of the uh, the Aver, went outside the the Mechitza, uh, which means Yerushalayim. What's the halacha? You do this filleting business. Chaytech, Atzim, Megila, Atzim, Vekoylef, Atzim, Megila, Parak, Vechaytech, and you cut it. Now, if it's true that the Rabbanon said anything that leaves the walls of Yerushalayim, become Tameh, now that you cut it off and you fillet it, how does it help you? It already became Tameh, meaning the Basar that was puzzle, meaning the meat that was outside the Azara, I'm sorry, outside the Mechitza, became Tameh, and that meat touched the meat right next to it, and it made that also tummy. So how's it up to fillet it? It's not gonna help you. So the Gemara says, Tumas Sisarmi, that the the connection of the meat, again, this is all imaginary, right? So you ha- imagine you have a leg, the leg of the lamb. The leg of the lamb, yeah. if you're a, you have your uh, the ball carrier, we use football, he's right near the sideline and half the ball right is out of bounds. That doesn't work in football, right? But as long as you're uh, Right, across the plane, the end zone, that would be the, right? Look at the, you check the cameras, half of the leg is outside the Yerushalayim, the other half is inside. So there's meat, there's bones and everything. If it's true that whatever left becomes tummy, so I understand, the half that's tummy is touching, naturally is touching the half that's tar. So doesn't that make it tummy? So the Gemara says, no, that's called Tumas Sarmi, that the point of connection is not external, it's an internal connection, and So I sent something out on the WhatsApp here, Ramosha finds something to arrive from here, he doesn't quote it, he just says Ramosha's psaq, doesn't quote the reasoning, if I recall correctly, he talks about uh, kidney transplants and other things, and the question is, a kain, can a kain get a transplant from 
organ that's tame. Let's assume you have to figure out how. This is the Gemara. This is the Gemara we derive from. Wow. This is the Gemara because the Tumas Sisarm. It's not just this Gemara. The Gemara is a whole sugi in Dafam Gimel, but uh, our Gemara, you know, talks about it for a second. That Tumas Sisarm leimetame. Now you can see why that the meat is is natural connection. It's inside. It's not an external touching, and therefore it is not metame. If I sit on a grave, right, but my hand doesn't touch the grave. No, so that's Tomas Oyo. Here's Tomas Maga. Tomas, um, the point of connection. So no, so the whole thing is internal. Everything is internal here. It's it's Tomas's arm. You can't see it. Here we have. The, so why is it kidding? I don't know. You know. I don't know the details. We have to learn the sugi that Anida that from Yemo. You're right. We'll save it for them. But um, good point. Yeah. But yeah, but and and once the question is, can he, well, let's say the kain got had got got a hand attached to him, can he shake his hand? Are you, are you tummy mace every time you shake his hand? So uh, the halacha is that no. So, the, so he quotes Rav Unterman, Rav Alfred Kahn. He goes Rav Unterman that at some point that's called chias. It, it's no longer tummy anymore. There was a famous uh, line from Rav Vick. I mean, it's not so appropriate. Pinim Tyra. Someone asked him if someone gets a a skin graft from their tachas for their nose, right? Do you, every time you scratch your nose, you have to wash your hands. That's her big. So they said, what, every time you sneeze, you have to say ashiyatza? So that's the pedum tyra. Okay. Now, Ravina and Chulun Daf Ayn Gimel holds that if it's considered food, touching each other, it's not called chibur, so you don't have this heter of tumat starm, and therefore it's kemad and mifriti dami. It's as if it's separate from each other. And it should make the other thing tame, Michael and Neymar. They're touching each other to come a tame. So the Gemara just goes back to a you know, last resort. Holds the less big kazayas. And the man the masne kabates the less big kabates. So the point is, our case of the Mishnah, you're right. It must be that the meat that became tame isn't enough to be called tame. It's less than a kazayas, less than an a kibetza. Let's continue. Again. The theme, what, what, what's the sugya? The sugya, once again, we're trying to figure out. We know there's a concept of tumma, gzera of tumma by nicer and by pego. Does this gzera apply to yaitse when it goes outside the walls of the of Yerushalayim? So, Tashma. Hamaitzi basar pesach mechabura lachabura. Someone who takes out the current pesach from chabura to chabura. Let's say you're in a house, you're in a hotel together, and eating the current Pesach, and you go, you want to see what, what, you know, what's going on by, by the other people. You take a piece of kezayas of your current Pesach on your plate, you walk to the other chabura, the halacha is you're over a lav. The halacha is the meat is still called tahar. Ah, my lav, tahar, even though it's the usr. What do you see from there? The same halacha, they now have to take meat out of Yerushalayim. You can't take meat out from Chabura A to Chabura B by the Karm Pesach. Yet, halacha is, even though a mitzvah is possible, it's not Tameh. There is no Gzeir of Tumar in Yaitzi, right? The Beferish Mishnah. The Gemara says, no. Taharu Mutter. We hold, it's actually mutter, you're allowed to eat it. It's not the same thing. Taking it out to the Yerushalayim, that's a real yaitzi. Take it from Chabur, Chabura, no problem. What are you talking about? It's a lav. Don't tell me he didn't do anything. He's getting malchus, this guy. So he was over a loisase. So you're totally off. So the Gemara says, 
Okay, we have no choice. Now, Bishlam and the Mandamar Kabeza, you want to tell me that the Mandamar that says the only Xero of Tumma by Piggle and Neusser is by a Beitza, and therefore, you know what? I have no proof by this case. Maybe the fellow took out a Kazayas of meat. The Mishnah says he's, it's, he's over the Isser. Yeah, you're over the Isser of taking out a Kazayas. Is there a Xero of Tumma here? I don't know. He didn't take out a beitza. If he takes out a beitza, we can figure it out. But the case was, he didn't take out a beitza, he only took out a kazayas. That's the easy way out. But Alaman Amar Kazayas, that is still Tuma even by just a kazayas, he clearly took out a kazayas because we said that's the lav. And we said it's still tar. So you see, there's no Tuma by Yoitzi, Michael Amemar. So the Gemara says, Ella be Yoitzi be Pesach Lemi Bailon. Taking out the Karan Pesach from Chabur to Chabur, there's no suffix. For sure, the Loi Gazer Abanan Tuma. There's no Xer of Tumma and Rabbanan. Why? What's the whole point of the Xer of the Rabbanan? Kahanim would have been lazy. There was there was some type of shash. Here, there's no concern. My time, Bnei Chabur is reason him. Bnei Chabur, you have a public, a public, uh, a lot of people together. They'll make sure nobody takes something away from the table. Omizers here to be able to warn each other. By regular kachim, there's no bnei chabur there. Ma, is there xera or not? So the Gemara says teku. That would be teku. So Tois is bothered by an obvious question. We learned the last parak in, in Masechtas Erevin uh, that kaihanim are more reason than bnei chaburah. So isn't the classic example of kachim not uh, is, is dealing with kaihanim? Tois has his tarets. L'chayra yaitzi is not only by kaihanim. Yaitzi is even by individuals. Let's say you have a kachir column. You, you brought a shlamim. The kind of, once he does the shechit and everything, the zrika, it's yours. You bring it home, you give it to you, make a big party. You're the one that's involved, not kahanim. So I don't understand why Texas is so bothered by it. But Texas definitely asked the kasha. So the Gemara asks, what about kahanim? What about the regular yoytzi? Is there a xera, the rabbanan of tumma? And the Gemara says, take it, we'll leave it as a take Okay, let's continue. This concept that umaytzi bizar pesar pesa mechabura lechabura, minayin, how do we know there's an isra say? Even if you didn't take it out from one house to the other house. Again, the Pasik says, the Pasik says, the Tamiya, like Saitzi Minabayas Minabasar Chutz. It says, bias. Ainly, I love me bias the bias. You take it from your house to your neighbor's house. Mechabur the Chabur. What if you're in the same house, in the same hotel? You took it from one house, one, from one Chabur uh, to the other Chabur. How do you know there's an Isra Tam? Lemmer Chutza. Chutz Lachilasai. Away from that place where it's supposed to be eaten. Amrabi Ami, Hamaitzi Basar Pesa Mechabur the Chabur. Enechayev. When you do Hoytzah from Chabura to Chabura, you only chayev when you do a Hanacha, when you put it down. This is going back to Masech the Shabbos, Dav Beis. Why? Hoytzah Ksiv Beis. The Torah says, Loi Soitzi. Ke Shabbos, just like Shabbos. Ma Shabbos. Ada Avad Akira Hanacha. Just like by Shabbos. Now, we thought that was one of the Lamatas Malachas. It's a very specific detail. Akira Hanacha. Not true. Anywhere in the Torah where it says Hoytzah, you need to have Akira and Hanacha. Ad Afachanami, Ad Avid Akira Vehanacha. You need both. Mesa Rav Abba Mamo, really? You need both? Gemara Nzvachim says like this. There were a few carbonites. They were, they were called a, uh, you have, they're called the Param Hanasrafim. These animals, we actually touched upon it recently, that we said, unlike the Param Hanasrafim that are burnt outside the Shalash Machanais, the other things were burnt. Um, Right over there, by the uh, right in front of the base of Mikdash, right? Atzim Aracha, the cheap people, you know, use that. That was Friday. I think it was Friday's that. Okay, so there were 
certain carbonis that were called paramanus rafim. For example, you have the par and the sar of Yom Kippur, the par helamadavar shel tzibar, par karin hamashiach. We're going to learn this in Zvachim. These things were burnt outside the three machnas. And the, the psukim there tell us, v'hasoyer for some, the person who's burning them, yechabis begadav. He has to wash his hands. He becomes tamid. There's a din tumah, midaraisa, those that are burning it. Those that actually, not just burn it, those that actually take it out. So the halacha is like this. Rabbi Avraham Mambo said like this, They would carry them on these, uh, these beams. Harishainim, the people that left first Yatsu, so you have the body system here. There, imagine you have a big bull, and let's say you have four people carrying it. So two in the front and two in the back. They're holding on the shoulder. The first two leave the Azara. They become tummy right away. The last two guys are still in the Azara. At that point, they're not tummy because they didn't leave yet. Okay? Harishainim and Tamim Begadim, Bachroinim ain't met Tamim Begadim, they're not Tamim yet. What's the Nafkamina? If they're sure touch something, I don't know, whatever the situation would be, we would want to know at what point in time did they become Tamim. What's the Gemara's Kasha? Vahaloi Nach. They didn't stop. They're still walking. Well, they didn't stop yet. So the Gemara says, Who might live? I don't know. I asked the Kasha, Mefarakla, the case was Binagrarin, that the animals, the parim, the, the, the bull was actually dragging on the floor. So it could be they did stop. They did, in fact, do a Hanacha. So we do say across the board, anytime the Torah uses the term Haitzah, you need to have a Kira Hanacha by Shabbos, Parim and by carbon Pesach as well. Okay, so now this Mishnah we actually saw already. So it's going to sound music to your ears. Aver You have a limb that part of it went out of the walls of Yerushalayim. Halach is chaytech atshemagil atzim. You fillet it until you get to bone. Then v'koyleif you start peeling it up alongside the bone atshemagil the parak until you get to a joint. Then the joint there's no issue of breaking a joint. Once you get to the joint v'chaytech you cut the joint. Then you throw the bone with the re- remaining meat that left the Yerushalayim. You you would uh, you would get rid of it. Okay. Now, by Magdashim, regular Kachim, you don't need to do this whole filleting business. Take a cleaver, take a cleaver, take a saw, and slice right through it. There's no of breaking a bone by regular Kachim. Continues the Mishnah. If you have pictures, it's worth it. Now, let's say you're standing by the walls of Yerushalayim. So, if you're which our school calls a door jam, which... In English means the place where the door would be if the door is closed. That part of the doorway. So from now, we're not going to actually describe the doorway itself. We're going to give the two extremes. We're not going to talk about the middle, the middle section. But from the doorway and vilafnim is kilafnim. That's considered part of Yerushalayim. Mina aga vilachotz, from the door jamming out, is kilachotz outside the, the, the Yerushalayim. What we didn't say is the actual doorway itself. The Gemara is going to ask that kasha. Hachaloinos, the windows of the walls of Yerushalayim, v'oyveyachayma, and the top of the wall, kilafnim, has the halachic status of inside the city. So far, so good. Amrav, Yudamarav, fascinating Gemara, v'chein l'tfilah. The same thing applies for tfilah. Big machlekes, we'll get to this in a minute, Rashi and Taisus. But the same thing applies to tfilah. Let's assume for now, tfilah b'tzibar. Upliga de Rabbi Shub and Levi. So what's the The Mishnah said that if you're in the doorway and inside, then you're counted for tefillah. If you're not in the doorway, you're not counted for tefillah. Rabbi Shuban Levi says, no. You have this big mechitza, you have your uh, penalty box, right? Mechitza Shabarazel is not mafsik between 
Yisrael Avim Shabbat Shemayim, you could in fact be counted Litzfila. Machlekes and there's Kulas and Chumras are both Machlekes. Rashi learns, the Chain Litzfila, let me just read it correctly, the Chain Litzfila means that you could be counted for a minion. As long as you're in the, the threshold, in the doorway, you could be counted for a minion. But if you're outside the doorway, you cannot be counted for a minion. And what is Rabbi Shumalevi saying? Now, according to Rashi, it's a big Chumrah. That if you're outside the doorway, you're not counted for 10. We have nine here. You're roaming the hallways. You don't want to wear a mask. Whatever, you're roaming the hallways. You can't be counted as 10. But, according to Rabbi Shumalevi, he's saying, no, You could be outside on the lawn of Shul. If you're, you have not, you're not in the same room. There's no, there's no hefzik. That, that's how Rashi will learn this mach like this. Taisa says no. Well, the way we paskin is, Taisa says that here we're talking about can you answer Kedusha. So Rabbi Shumalev is saying you can always say, you can always answer But the Chacham hold, no, you have to be in the same room or you have to be in the same threshold in order to be within the threshold in order to be, to be able to answer Kedusha Kedusha. So according to Taisvis, Big Chumrah, that this that this afilu is not talking about shemana esrei. It's talking about answering for kaddish. This actually comes up regarding zoom, uh, the discussion of zoom from Megillah and all these other things. So according to Rashi and Rabbi Shumalevi's psak, you could be l'chayra. You might even be yitz on zoom. No one really passing like that. But just just saying that, that there's something out there. But uh, those would obviously argue. So how do we, so by the way, how do we pass? So if you look in Simon. Simon Nun Hay in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch talks about this. There's another shita that we mentioned in Brachas. What if you could if you could see the people? So by Birchas Hazimon, there the Mishnayos told us if Miktas Roy and Elu Elu, they could be counted for a minion. So the Shulchan Aruch, the Beis Yosef, brings this down as another opinion. And the question is, do we rely on what we learned by Birchas Hazimon to Shmon And it seems like the Ber Halacha writes. In fact, you could. You could rely on it. And that's the minute. The minute is, let's say someone's diving as a Snashim, as long as he could see the people, they could, someone could see him, he could be counted even for a minion. Let's say you have nine downstairs, one in the upstairs as a Snashim. As long as Royim Elu es Elu, the Allah would be, it is fine. Um, what was Oh, so there's three Sukkis in Shas. There's Kamar and Erevin. That's Toysis Kasha. If you look at Toysis, that's Toysis Kasha. Toysis brings Erevin to Tzadi Beis. Look at it, right here. That that uh, mechitza is a problem. You can't. There cannot be a mechitza between you. So the the doorway is already considered a mechitza. So you can't be counted for a minion. So this discussion can't be about minion. It has to be counted. The question was, can you answer amen or uh, or the like? So anyways, there's a lot to discuss. Especially today, people are davening in on hallways or outdoor, outdoor minion. There's a lot here on this sugya. Let's keep going. Okay. Now the Mishnah told us that mina agif filufnim is kilufnim. From the door, the, the door jam and inside is inside. What about Ha'agav Atzmai, the door jam itself? That sounds like it's not included. It has to be the inside part of it. That's Kilachutz. Ema Seifa. Then you said, So pick one. Which one is it? So the Gemara said, like Hasha, Kan Bishare Azara, Kan Bishare Yerushalayim. That when the Mishnah said, the first halacha, I'm sorry, the second halacha, that's talking about the Azara. The first halacha is talking about the Shari Yerushalayim. Why is that? So let's see. 
How come the walls, the gates, meaning the, the, the doorway of Yerushalayim, were not in the Scottish, and they don't have the status of Yerushalayim proper? Why? The nation Mitzrayim, those that were, had Saras, Halachas have to be kicked out of all three Machanois, the last Machanois, Machanois Yisrael, which is surrounded by the walls of Yerushalayim, they had to be outside the city. It would rain, it would snow, it would be cold. They wanted to come and get some shelter. So Megain and Tachdeim, they wanted to go underneath the, the, the arch. So So therefore they said, you know what, let's not be Mekadesh, the part underneath the entranceway to Yerushalayim. So by Yerushalayim, the halacha is, we're going to say, only the Agar Filofnim is Kilofnim. But the Agar itself is Kilochutz. What about the Azar? We have the opposite reasoning. The Omar, Rav Shmuel Bar Vietzim, Neymal, and Iskach, Shar Nikoner. How come the Shar Nikoner is not, doesn't have the same Kedusha of Kedusha's Azara? Neshem Mitzrayim, Oindin, Sham, Umachnisim, Bahanis Yadam. They would stick in their, 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 their thumbs into the Azara since they needed a place to sit. So they're, st- so they're sitting there and they're putting their hands inside. So you want the, the, on one hand, they can't come into the Azara. On the other hand, they got to put their fingers there. So the Chum were not Mekadesh, the, the Shar Nikoner. In order that, they should be able to put their fingers in. So how does this fit? So the Shari Hazara, we're going to say the, the, um, the, the outside of the, the outside of this, of this doorway was not Mekadesh, so the Mitzram could stand there. And they put their fingers in the doorway. That is kilofnim dummy, because you want the fingers to be inside the door, inside the the azara. So that's why we say kan b'shari azara and kan b'shari Yerushalayim. All right, shkoyach.